The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the Rapid Fire Sports Betting Podcast. I am Jimmy Brown, and I want to welcome everyone to a very special Thursday as the NFL is back. It may just be the start of the preseason. Maybe it's just the Hall of Fame game, but it's good to know that football is back. We're firmly entrenched in the football season. Very, very exciting. To honor that, we have an incredible show that's ready to go. Quick sports betting insights, picks without all the fluff. And this show, as always, is powered by the Chasers. The Chasers are people who follow these teams, share this information, or like to bet on sports. Sometimes they're professionals, sometimes they're fans. Because let's face it, the fans know their team better than anybody else, really. So the point is, share this information, have some fun, be really quick. We try to can it all in about 15 minutes so you don't have to waste any time. With that being said, let's get to the breakdown for today. Major League Baseball, sorry, with all apologies, Hall of Fame game starts. We're going all football. So that means we're heading off to the college football crystal ball. We have another look at a college football team with a sports betting twist. Yesterday, we looked at the Iowa State Cyclones. So if you like the Cyclones or you just want to hear it, check it out. It was a good one. And today, we take on another well-known football team. And then we're going to read between the lines. We have the return of another popular segment. Segment Read between the lines is basically where we take some of the headlines and we tell you exactly what's going on. We don't um, slow you down with all the fluff you hear. We tell you what the team's talking about, the player's talking about, or more importantly, what it means to you and maybe where you can find some value in it. Today's focus, Dallas Cowboys and holdout running back Ezekiel Elliott, so you do not want to miss that. Then we're headed over to the Pigskin Primer. That's my way of reviewing the NFL uh, before the season starts. And with the Hall of Fame game, we thought it would only be right to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Not your normal preview, a quick breakdown of the things you need to know about this team before the year starts. And of course, who would I be? Not a good host if I did not wrap things up with a pick against the spread. And of course, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame game. So there's no time to waste. As always, chasing ball game is wicked quick with a pick. So let's go right to college football and look into that crystal ball. And let's look at the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, the win total for them sits at about eight. They are three to one to win the Big Ten West. Nebraska is actually favored a little bit higher than Wisconsin. And they are 14 to one be crowned the Big Ten champ. So if you're if you're a big Wisconsin fan or if you think they have a shot, those are pretty good odds. I mean, that'll give you a good return. But last year, they disappointed. I mean, in the beginning of the year, they were highly ranked. They were talking about winning it all, and they really were underwhelming. They didn't have any discipline. They had way too many turnovers, way too many penalties. They just did not look like a very good team overall. I mean, they finished strong. They won convincingly in the bowl game but really at that point everybody was just happy to see the season end now they get the first challenge right away they're 10 and a half point road favorites to open the season at south florida but they still have a lot of question marks especially at quarterback jack Cohn. he's the odds on favorite to start but look the name graham metz it's one to watch he'll be on the field at some point this season guaranteed but let's face it the offense powered by Jonathan Taylor, running back, absolute stud. He's going to be a Heisman guy, one of the best in the country. And look, look at this stat from last year that I dug up. In the red zone, touchdowns, Wisconsin, 37 of 53, 70% touchdowns when they're in the red zone, and that's because they could run the ball behind Jonathan Taylor. But what I don't like about this team is that the Badgers have to almost completely rebuild the offensive line. Now it's Wisconsin. 
They recruit big guys. They know how to get that offensive line together. So a lot of people will kind of just overlook that. I don't think so. I think there's a reason to be concerned, especially maybe early in the season. Now, on defense, they bring back eight starters. That includes linebacker Zach Bond. He had about 63 tackles, Scott Nelson, Eric Burrell in the secondary. Oh, that's great. But they bring back eight starters from a defense that wasn't that great. I mean, they had some injuries, but they really didn't do well in the linebacking core. They struggled with the secondary. They didn't put pressure at times. That's concerning. And if you want to talk about a schedule, look out. They do get Michigan and Michigan State at home, which Wisconsin does have one of the best home field advantages. But they also have to go to the road against Ohio State and Nebraska. Look, I hate using schedules to handicap a team because you never know how the teams that they face will end up being. But, man, this slate looks pretty tough for Wisconsin. I like Paul Chris's coach but I don't believe in the Badgers this season. They can't get consistent play at quarterback. They're going to change, I'm sure. Hopefully they do it sooner than later, if not even when the season starts. They're heading in a negative direction overall. The win total for this team, again, it's posted at eight. To me, the Badgers would be lucky to get six wins. I'll take under eight wins for the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, time to put up the college football crystal ball. I'm going to put that away on the shelf because it's time to talk about NFL. L. Let's read between the lines, and we're going to talk about Ezekiel Elliott. Look, the headlines will tell you he's going to Cabo, not camp. Jerry Jones even came out and made a point about talking about teams that can win a Super Bowl without a running back. So on the surface, it looks like a stalemate, right? We don't know when Ezekiel's coming back. Oh, my God, let's talk about it every day. Let's read between the lines. Here's what I'm thinking, right? Elliott's not going anywhere. He can't sit out the season. His holdout probably lasts longer than camp, maybe one game, if that. So why is he going to show? Well, first of all, he should get paid, by the way. He should get paid, and Jerry should pay him. But Zeke was going to take advantage of this. Wouldn't you rather be in Cabo than camp? I know I would, but he still wants his money. Jerry wants to pay him, but he can't make him the highest-paid running back. If he does, it won't be for long. So basically, they're just trying to find a number. It'll take a little bit. So what does this mean to you? It means you can get some advantages if you like the Cowboys. They're minus 9.5 in Week 1 against the Giants, minus 2.5 in Week 2 against Washington. You tell me if Ezekiel Elliott doesn't sign before those games, those lines don't jump, and now you're getting the Cowboys at 10 or even higher, which means you're jumping a big number, or 3 at Washington, again, jumping a key number. Not only that, but right now the Cowboys are minus 110 to even make the playoffs. They've got Elliott in the fold. That number is changing. They're plus 150. They are underdogs to win the NFC East because, of course, the Eagles are the favorites. But if you want to make some money, if you want to get some value and you like the Cowboys, and I know a lot of you do, they're going to get Elliott back. This is not going to be a long holdout. I'll give it two games at the most, but I'll be honest with you. I think he's there by game two, if not opening day. So don't break the bank on this, but if you want to – go out there and, and put some money on the Cowboys, I think now might be a good time because all the headline is doom and gloom when in reality, Ezekiel Elliott would be playing for the Cowboys this season. Sometimes you just got to read between the lines. But let's go to our pigskin primer. And again, since they're playing the Hall of Fame game, it only makes sense to cover the Atlanta Falcons. Let's look at some odds for the Dirty Birds. The Falcons are not the favorites to win the NFC South. That belongs to New Orleans Saints. So you can get them as high as 4-1 to one to win the South. They're even underdogs at this point to make the playoffs. About one and a half to one, plus 150, somewhere in that ballpark. The win total sits at about even money. You can get eight and a half wins. Um, I see some nines popping up out there. Uh, if you really like the Falcons, you want some value. The 14 and one to win the NFC. Then if you're feeling really froggy, 35 to one to win the Super Bowl. That's not a bad payout at all. But now 
that's behind us. Let's take a look at the team. Let's dig in a little bit. I'm going to start with the coaching changes. To me, a lot of people don't focus too much on coaching, but I do. Dirk Cutter, he's back as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Matt Ryan is thrilled. He loves this move. They're talking about it all over the place. Um, one of the chasers, according uh, to at Matthew Tabik, he's actually a digital managing editor for the Falcons, so he's a big deal. They're going to showcase an up-tempo offense. It's going to be fun to watch because they got weapons all over the place. And they're healthy. They've been focusing on that offensive line. If you like the Falcons and you like offense, you have to like what they've been doing. Running back Devontae Freeman, he's healthy. He pretty much all of last season. So now you got Julio Jones, you got Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley, even tight end Austin Hooper. Um, the offseason, like I talked about, they wanted to build that offensive line. They pair first-round picks on guard. Chris Lindstrom, he's out of BC, and take tackle Caleb McGarry out of Washington, and they brought in some veterans, too, on that line. The focus, obviously, protect Matt Ryan, get this offense moving in the right direction. But let's face it, if the Falcons are going to succeed, they have to play better on defense. They bring back Adrian Claiborne. He played a year with the Pats. He's back now. Uh, they brought in underrated Allen Bailey. I really think he's underrated. I mean, he started 13 games for the Chiefs, 2018. Career-high six sacks, 38 tackles, five for loss, and an NFL best four fumble recoveries. So he's a hustler. They're going to need it um, because, obviously, defensive tackle Michael Bennett, safety J.J. Wilcox, he tore his ACL. They're both going to be out for uh, the year probably, although there's some speculation that Michael Bennett may play a game. But they're both on injured reserve right now, which is where their depth comes in. And I'm telling you, on defense, they are deep. It's also where Quinn comes in. He's back as the team's defensive coordinator. He shows multiple look. He plays a lot of different personnel. He adds more blitzes from both not only the zone look but the man look. So you're going to bring in uh, different coverages downfield as you're trying to bring different people in on the blitz. So it's going to be an interesting uh, act for him as he tries to make this defense match up to what the offense should really do. So let's make it clear. Falcons offense will be sick. Defense will have to step up. But, again, that's where I think the depth of this team helps. Uh, also, the defense had a massive injuries last year, so that means some of those other players got more playing time, so you're going to get more experience on that side of the ball. But let me cut to the chase. My predictions for the Falcons, I, of course, am going over 8.5 wins. Again, I'm even seeing some 9s out there. So, to me, if you want to jump on this number, you want to get it before it hits that 9. If you got the 9, I still think you can take that because, if anything, you get a push. Uh, seriously, though, if you want them to win the division – or even the NFC, maybe wait a little bit. They have a brutal start to the schedule at Minnesota, home game against Philadelphia, and at Indianapolis. I'm not saying they're going to get swept. I'm not saying they're going to be 2-1, and 1-2. One, one and two. But if they happen to go 1-2 and two, or even 2-1, and one, you might get a higher number on the odds to win the division. So to me, that could be a good point because after that, they play the Titans of the world and, and some other players, Arizona's in there, uh, that they could actually go on a run. Another thing to note, part of their schedule, they have an interesting stretch of five straight games against the conference that can change everything. It's like Saints, Panthers, Buccaneers, then Saints, Panthers again, home and away, of course. So that is going to be the stretch that will either make or break this team. But now with that preview out of the way, let's look at the Hall of Fame game for tonight. Let's start with the futures. Broncos are 14 to 1 to win the West and about 50 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Falcons, I already told you about their odds, but let's take apart this game and there's plenty to talk about. First of all, in the past, the field conditions have been awful. I'm hoping that'll change for tonight. I really didn't dig into that, but something to take note of. 
It also should be known as these two teams play an extra preseason game, so they will not go all out for this game. There's no maybe about it. They're not going to do it. Uh, the opening line in this game started as a pick, slowly moved towards the Broncos, now sits at about minus 2.5. This could be, of course, about the injury news or that Julio Jones came out and said he's not going to play in the preseason. Um, but it could also be that 72% of the money being bet on this game is on the Broncos, that according to uh, Alex K from Forbes. This game has been a snooze fest for a long time. In fact, the team has only scored over 20 points once in the last eight years. Over that time, seven teams have scored 16 or less. So if you're looking at the total, which sits about 34, 34 and a half, you'd kind of have to lean under. But if you're going to bet on an NFL preseason game, you've got to know the numbers. you got to know who will play quarterback. you got to know who's going to be making uh, the start as far as young players go. you got to understand what the coaches are saying because there's no reason to read between the lines in NFL preseason. Denver's going to sit Joe Flacco, Kevin Hogan, rookie Drew Locke, Brett Rippon will get some playing time. Atlanta, Matt Ryan's not going to be playing. He'll be hanging out with the Hall of Famers. Matt Schaub will get some reps. Kurt Benkert, he's going to be the guy to watch. He's going to try to make an impression on Dan Quinn and the rest of the coaching staff after he spent his rookie season on the practice squad, so he's got something to play for. A lot of young players. I mean, Falcons head coach Stan Quinn said he'll be using the Hall of Fame game to keep close tabs on the practice squad players and, and who have been with the organization since last year's preseason as well as rookies. Same with Vic Fangio, coach of the Broncos. He said most of the starters won't play in the game. He will play a few on the offensive line just to try to get them together. But I really want to keep an eye on some of these new coaches. Uh, at El Evan Silva, he's a great follow. He posted some information from Broncos Insider at Cecil Lammy. He mentioned that the first year offensive coordinator Rich Scandrello, he compared Royce Freeman to Philip Lindsay to Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. One two punch, so he's going to work on that rushing aspect. And he was an assistant with the Falcons, so he knows all about him. As I mentioned, Cutter is back as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Quinn will be doing double duty as a defensive coordinator. But, you know, I don't even want to talk about schemes. I don't want to talk about anything because in the preseason, especially in this Hall of Fame game, you are usually looking at very vanilla uh, formations. You're not going to see blitzes at all. They're just kind of be uh, – they're going to be going – I don't want to say through the motions because the rookies are going to be playing their tails off. The young players or even the veterans trying to make the teams will be playing their tails off. But you're not going to get a lot of different looks – from either side. So my pick, now, again, I do bet on NFL preseason. I think there's value on betting on the NFL preseason. But don't break the bank. You're not out here to throw a lot of money around. You're out here just to have fun, just get back in the swing of football and just to watch your teams. But I am backing the Atlanta Falcons in this game. First, I get Schaub. He's a veteran. He can make some of the younger players look good. At least he's not going to make mistakes. I also get the deep, deeper team especially on defense in the Atlanta Falcons. Did I mention they were deep? Yeah, a couple times because I think that's a good thing. And on top of that, I get the points. So uh, I think the Broncos will be a decent team this year. I think the Falcons will be a decent team this year. But for this layup practice preseason game, give me the Falcons plus two and a half in the Hall of Fame game. That will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in. And if you missed anything or if you want to hear it again, you can find me on Twitter at Chasing Ball Game or at Facebook as Chasing Ball Game. And you can also get this podcast on Anchor, YouTube, Spotify, and it's growing bigger and bigger every day thanks to the fans. And as I mentioned, we will be back every day leading up to the first day of football, so make sure to check us out. Join in the fun. Become a chaser. All you have to do to be featured right here on the Chasing Ball Game podcast, connect with me on Twitter or Facebook, just like the latest chasers who have followed or shared information, like 
Evan Silva and the rest of the gang that I talked about. We'll be back tomorrow. Another look into the college football crystal ball. Another betting preview in our pigskin primer. This time we're taking a peek at the Baltimore Ravens. And, of course, more picks. Until then, keep on chasing.